It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Liberace. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's supposed to be kind of, like, and also like, like deregulated. <laughs> for example, like, two years ago, uh-huh. I want, or a year ago, a year and a half ago, I think it was two years now. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Time flies. I wanted to watch the WAP video, and I had to tether to my phone so that oh I could God, watch it because it was hilarious. It was completely it, blocked. It's got just enough of everything that it's, like, not. It's a, it's a racy <laughs> video. The Simpsons. Yeah. The Simpsons. Just a... <laughs> Percy. Um and, and I'm like, WAP, isn't that like a derogatory term? It Percy. Totally is. You're so right? funny. Um Hey Megan. Hi Doug. Oh god. It's time to watch the Muppets. It is so time to watch the Muppets. I like okay. So I was editing last week's episode. Oh my god, who was that? Loretta Lynn, right? And we got to the end of the episode. That one went really long. But I like, talked way too much about Ayn Rand, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. There was an extended point at the end where you and I talk about The Offer, that show about like the go- making of The Godfather. Oh, and yeah. we say so many different names wrong. We credit people who are not involved in it. So I cut the whole thing anyway, because it was like, the episode was too long, and we have no information to be talking Good. about these I'm things. I'm so happy, and- because I definitely <laughs> said that, like, Sandy Meisner, Meisner was in The Godfather 2, and it's not. It's Strasburg. And we kept Strasburg. saying, like, um, we kept saying that, like, oh, is Scorsese in it? Certainly someone must be playing Scorsese. Oh, my God. So, all right, whatever, but... What I was mostly upset but excited to cut, because I had watched the Liberace episode by then, was us getting excited to watch the Liberace episode. I'm so glad you cut that. I cut it, because I'm pissed. I'm pissed at this episode. Okay, okay. the Liberace episode is two episodes in one. It is two. And thank God Uh they loaded the front half up with the good stuff. Yeah. Because the rest (laughs) of the episode where Liberace is, like, doing his thing, it's not great. No. No. All right, so this week we're talking the Liberace episode, airing in the U.S. on October 19th, 1978. On my birthday, if my birthday was in 1978. This is the worst birthday gift to have received. Yeah. You're negative 10 years old. I'm negative 10 years old, and I would have been better suited with Gilda Radner again. That would have been a better birthday gift. Wow, that's wild. More Gilda. 10 years before you were born. It's wild to think that the 70s was only 10 years before I was born. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's kind of, like, crazy to think about that. Yeah, and it was 50 years ago. Because before like, you were born feels, point. like, so far away. Mm-hmm. But, like, 10 years ago now, like, I'm, like, I don't even know two years ago. 10 years ago, Meg? Do you know what year it was? It wasn't 2002, I can tell you that. 10 years ago? <laughs> It was 2012. It was, it was 2012. when the world That's was going to end again. Oh my God, I forgot the world was supposed to end in 2012. And they made the movie. Yeah, the Mayan calendar, right? Something about it. It it didn't go Wait, any further. Wait, we had to live through Y2K, and then uh, we had to live through 2012, yeah, and, and you know what? I'm pretty sure the world ended in 2008 with the housing crisis. It probably did. We're all just in this weird purgatory. It's like, um, what is that show? The Leftovers? We're just all leftovers. Yeah. Right? 
Everybody else ascended to wherever, and this is just what's left. Wait, is Risk Cutters a love story where they're like in purgatory where like things are like fine, but they're just like not great? Yeah, it's like a desert world. Yeah, that's where we live purgatory. in anyway. Yeah. Like Food it, we're, desert. There's yeah. no baby formula. No. Do you, isn't it funny to think of like how many things that we haven't recorded in two weeks, right? We haven't missed an episode. No. We haven't recorded in two weeks. And so much. So, so much, much has happened. So much. The Roe v. Wade shit. Oh, my God. Baby formula crisis. What's great to me is, like, some of these things that are coming out about, like, this Roe v. Wade stuff and how people are like, oh, okay, so you're going to, like, wait until, like, formula is, like, back on the market, right? Or, mm-hmm. like, oh, you're also going to make, like, uh, vasectomies illegal and yeah. um, you're also going to, like, make it. You're also going to, like, make sure that we can paternity test fathers and that they'll have to pay a certain amount when they have children. And they also have to take responsibility no matter what. I just saw, not just, whatever, but I had seen that now there's, like, lawmakers who are potentially trying to ban condoms or limit condoms to only married couples. And it's like... What married couple wears a condom? STIs exist for everyone. You know, like... Anyone can get a fucking sexually transmitted infection. It's not just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What the fuck? Condoms prevent so many STDs. Yeah, not just pregnancies. Whatever. Absolutely. The whole world sucks. The whole world. We're talking about at my job to like make it so that we can do like anonymous testing through condoms. Really? Yeah. Because it's like if you're not sure somebody you slept with had an STI or Mm. or or even if you want to get tested for an STI at home, you don't want to go to a clinic. You could just Mm -hmm. like mm, in a condom or or, um, a diaphragm situation. Uh A femi condom. I don't know what they're called. Weird. Right? Isn't that pretty cool, though? And then they can test just from excretions, we'll Mm -hmm. say. From juices and stuff. From just any. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's pretty cool because you can tell a lot. So it's like, I think it's a really cool idea. And I actually pushed for it because I was like, I think this would be great because I think about the gay community and I think about women and I'm just like, so many things happen and it's like, people lie about Mm. things and like, yeah, you're using a condom to prevent having you know, uh, like sleeping or c- catching an STI. But what if you like aren't sure and you want to not use a condom mm-hmm. and you like just send it in like anonymously to yeah. see if your partner or the person you've been sleeping with, you know, I don't know. I think and that all there's it tells something you is like perhaps like clean or otherwise like. Yeah, it'll say like, you know. oh, your partner that you're sleeping with has gonorrhea. Yeah, it'll tell you the STI, but crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Liberace. Well, it's sad because Liberace did die of AIDS. That, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. In, and only about 10 years from this airing. Yeah. In 88. It's crazy because it's like, okay, so AIDS, this is when AIDS, I mean, AIDS started in the late 70s. Mm-hmm. People started to get AIDS, kind of, I think. Yeah. And then it's like the 80s is really when the epidemic hit. Yeah. And a whole, I mean, I actually went to um, like a funeral the other day for my great aunt who passed away. Mm-hmm. But her daughter, Suzanne, who was like my father's favorite cousin, she died of AIDS in the 80s. Oh, my God. From, from drugs. She unfortunately was drugs, but I met her son. Uh-huh. And her son is like involved in like the federal government. And he is like, I was, I was blown away because usually when I meet family members or 
I'm like, oh, okay, that's nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> Especially a certain side and, of my family. And to be meeting them this late in your life also, right? Like and I found out he was Suzanne's son, and I was just like, oh, uh-huh. my God, what a fucking tragedy. But, like, you don't, you never hear about the women who died of AIDS. Not yeah. really. And no. a lot of women did die of AIDS. Uh-huh. A lot of people had partners who didn't yeah. tell. You know, a lot of wives had husbands who were either using drugs or sleeping around with Yeah. It's or both, like or both, yeah, yeah. It just was a horrible. But a whole generation of gay men have been lost, like on top of that. Yeah, yeah. And when I used to volunteer, I volunteered at the the Pride Center of New Jersey for um, like seven years of my life, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of the guys there really serious, like the older men, but they had been traumatized because it's like there are, there are almost so few of the older guys, yeah, like left. Because now, you know, but so many of them. It, they're survivors. Oh, like, for real. Truly, like, they you know. friends. So mm-hmm. many people died of AIDS. It's really tragic. And it's sad that Liberace died of AIDS. It's really sad. It's like, you know, he was living his life. I mean, he, if you watch Behind the Candelabra, I mean, he was having a little bit of fun. He like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Stuff like that. But I, I just feel like no one deserves what AIDS does to a person. No. I don't know if you know this necessarily, but you did watch that movie. You love the movie. You try to get me to watch the movie all the time. You talk about it a bunch. Angels right? in America? No. Oh. Jesus Christ. No. Uh, the Behind the Candelabra. Oh, Behind the Candelabra. Right. I thought we were was, talking about AIDS movies. No, Sorry. No. <laughs> was he a known out man or was it just like one of those known unknowns? Like everyone's like, would they just be like, Liberace's a little light in his loafers if you know, yeah. you know, like that kind of shit. Like yeah, there wasn't. wasn't and no one accepted or anything. No, it wasn't accepted back then. Although it's like he didn't hide it necessarily okay. either. I mean, it was that's what I was curious. Boyfriend, his friend was always there. It's like everybody was polite about it. And I mean, it. he does. He presents himself very flamboyantly in this episode. He even he's like, "Oh, you want to see my rings?" And he's like pointing yeah. the rings at the camera. And everything, I don't think in the seventies very showy. You know, he. I don't think in the seventies there were a lot of out gay men. I think it was hard. I think Paul Lind. I think he was out. Yeah. I think he Paul was. Paul is great. Watching, he, like, those old match games. And Bewitch. He's Uncle Arthur pa- on Bewitch. Oh, not Paul Lind. I'm confusing him with Charles no, Nelson Riley. But he is on, isn't he? He is in the match game. He probably game. was on match game he, also, Oh, no, he yeah. was in Squares. Was he in Hollywood? I think he was He's in the one who talks yeah. like this. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Sammy. Uh-huh. It's ridiculous. I love it. You know what's funny to me is that, speaking of Bewitch, is that, when the original Darren got sick and passed away and they had to replace Dick York with uh, Dick Sargent, uh-huh. Dick Sargent and Samantha, Elizabeth Montgomery, they didn't have great chemistry. No. And I get it. He was gay. And I think he died of AIDS. Really? Yeah. Oh. I would Google it while you have your computer open. But anyway, that's when they started introducing all these funky characters and stuff yeah. like that. Because they were like, well, okay, Darren, this dynamic isn't as good. If we so, can't like, float an episode on just Darren can't believe what Samantha's doing, let's have other people yeah. who are either... The heightened craziness that Samantha now has to play a more straight role. Oh, yeah. Or, and there, yeah. Then there was Paul Lind, and then, like, yeah, he was Uncle Arthur and Aunt Clara, and mm-hmm. then, um, like, really, like, fun and fun. It's so interesting to watch big series like that try to find new ways to, to tell stories and stuff. You know, like, well, I'm watching... I, I like I keep watching The Office, and like I truly love some of these later season characters that come in, and it's like it's almost boring to watch the old old ones. You want to watch like when they they get the new receptionist, yeah, when, when all this when other it's stuff spicy. happens, yeah, 
Yeah, when there's more moving parts and everything, well, what, and it like heightens everything. Exactly. When the foundation's already built, it's, yeah. it's tough. Yeah. Like, I don't blame the Brady Bunch for trying to bring in Cousin Arthur. Oh, Not Cousin Arthur. What's it? is that? No, Cousin Oliver. Oliver, yeah, yeah, the little kid, the little blonde kid. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame cute. him. For yeah, that. I don't blame him for that. I like those episodes. <laughs> Wasn't Cousin Oliver over when Marsha gets hit in the face with the? He or is that from the been. movie? I think that's from the end of the series. Oh, okay, like because the later season. They added that to the Brady Bunch movie. Yeah. Oh my nose. <laughs> oh my nose. Uh, okay, Megan, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta. Okay, let's get it started. Cold open, Liberace thanks Scooter on behalf of the Muppets for making his collection complete. In addition to having piano-shaped rings and pool, he now has a piano-shaped pet whose growl indicates it needs a walking or a tuning. I liked this. This, like, I love any time that they anthropomorphize something on this show that should not it be. It had angry teeth, though. And, like, like monster kind teeth. kind of creepy eyes, too. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. I liked it, too. And I thought that-, that this episode was starting strong. You know, like... Oh, no. This episode starts off very strong. Liberace has a really good energy, and it seems oh, yeah. like he's, he's here to play. Until it turns out he's here to do his thing. You know, yeah. like... All right, so the Muppet Show theme, Gonzo blows his horn. With no result, it then plays a fanfare by itself. So we start backstage. Kermit tells those occupying the canteen to be on their best behavior for Liberace, especially the rambunctious animal. Scooter alerts Kermit the show has started, and he tries to put on an air of class as he fumbles his way to the stage. During his intro, Rolf sadly strolls by. He's pissed. Knowing he has no place in tonight's proceedings with such a renowned pianist as a guest. Yeah. And you know what real pianists say is that Liberace sucked at playing the piano. Really? Yeah. There's like a whole thing about it. Where That's he's like, crazy. well, he wasn't even that good at playing. He was just more of a showman. He was a showman. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't know from playing. This piano, is like so such like... a thing. I know. When I went to go see Billy Joel a couple years back at uh, the metal, not the metal end, Jesus, at MSG, he says basically the same he's like i'm not much of a pianist like i don't know i enjoy playing the piano it's the instrument that i've chosen to be my instrument you know but he's like i'm not very good at it and then they show they have this piano cam at one point that's playing on some of the screens and watching his little sausages like dance across the keys you're like you're a fucking good pianist dude like you're just fine yeah you're a rock and roll pianist you're not a you know like classically you know, trained by any means. You're not it doesn't chopping seem. broccoli. Yeah, you're not chopping broccoli, but you're <laughs> holding your own to, you know, give me a heart attack. Ack, 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 ack. <laughs> I was hoping so bad that you would find that clip from the critic. I couldn't find it. I but you Google did it. put it stinks. <laughs> it and I stinks. love that. Do you know what that clip? Okay, so. And I a couldn't tell ago, the difference between you saying it and then him saying it, and I had to listen to it twice. I have a, a secret for you. So a couple <laughs> weeks ago, we mentioned the critic. And we were talking about something. It stinks. Whatever. I don't remember. I think it was something that. Um, what's who, the pig? Who knows? The girl pig. Oh, Peggy Sue. That's not her name. <laughs> <laughs> but it was something that she did. And you said, oh, it stinks. You need to add that clip from the critic. So I went to find it. And the best I could do, Meg, was when the critic was on The Simpsons. So that's not even a clip from him. Are you serious? <laughs> his own cartoon. <laughs> It was a clip from him as an Easter egg in an episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. Homer goes to, like, an insane asylum at some point, and they walk past doors of the insane asylum. 
and um, Jay Sherman is in one of the rooms and he's just going, it stinks, it stinks, it stinks. And I used Wait, that. but he, Jay Sherman's been on The Simpsons more yes, than once, Yes, this was the right? second okay, time, yeah. at the very least, the second time yeah. that he was on The Simpsons. I love that. Um, okay. <laughs> so while we have Rolf grieving for not being really in this episode, mm-hmm. I want to just say. By the way, Rolf does end up on this episode. Let's just. Let's just, like, we don't feel too bad for him because he does stand in for Liberace when Liberace does a little dance. Yes. But I truly believe the best use of Rolf in this episode, I can't stop burping, I'm sorry, would be to do a piano off. Oh. Like, a la Donald Duck, Daffy Duck from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Why are we not doing that? Oh my god, I love that. I didn't know that Bob Hoskins was pa- had passed, but he passed yeah, a while a ago. Years ago, yeah, two thousand four, I think. Something Holy like that. Holy shit! Even yeah. longer than I would have guessed. Yeah, the only yeah. yeah so good. Why? 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 Why did we not have Rob oh. and Liberace going back and forth? And he's British. Like, sorry, I'm still talking about Bob Hoskins. You're still talking about Bob Hoskins. He's British. Yes. Oh my god. Okay. Yes, why didn't they do a duel off? I don't understand why. The only thing that I've ever seen with Bob Hoskins, other than Who Framed Roger Rabbit, though, is... Oh, maybe there's another... No, Mario Brothers, the movie! Mario Brothers, yeah. No, I was thinking that there's another thing. How did I not know he was British? Or Curly Sue? Because he sounded like... He's just a very... He's a good actor. He is a good actor. Yeah, but that's it. Lisa won't let me watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit with the boys because Jessica Rabbit is a little too sexy. And I'm like, are you serious? Uh, she loves Betty Boop. That's who she is. That Jessica Rabbit is is a, is a, like a version of a Betty Boop type. Yeah, I mean, they ju- needed to create their own. Yeah, and they make that joke in the movie. Yeah, I know <laughs> that. Like, oh that's God. hilarious. I know. I think so too. Okay. <laughs> this episode sucks. We're going to continue. This is going obviously through why it. we're not talking. We're about We're going to continue it. going through it, but I want to talk to you also about. Did you see the Rescue Rangers movie that's coming out this week? What are it's, Rescue Rangers? Okay, the Rescue Rangers. I forgot. You're like a little sister. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh. Were the Disney character. They were the little. Yeah, I know Chippendale. Yeah. They're making a movie that's coming out this week on Disney Plus that is basically a reboot of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. They're two cartoon characters that were popular in the 90s who get back together to do what they used to do on their show, but solve a mystery of a murder. And all wow. these other Disney cartoon characters and other cartoon characters are in it, and they exist in a real world. Oh, I'll probably watch it. I'm like, I need to see this. Yeah, I love that. It looks amazing. Yeah. Are you, you know okay? what? I do want to watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I don't think Jessica Rabbit's, like, so sexy that they That's, haven't She's seen not bad. She's just drawn that way. What are we doing? She's Kathleen Turner, right? She's Kathleen Turner. We'll watch Serial Mom right after. Given her... that That's not fair to, to, to Jessica Rabbit as a character. To say that she's too curvy, too, like... Well, she was saying that movie's a little risque, but I want to be like, you're thinking of Cool World. It's not... You are thinking of Cool World. Cool World is hornier. Yeah. Is a very horny Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Skip skip the song. 
How's that? Who Framed Roger Rabbit is awesome. Yeah, I'll skip over the song. Skip the song. Which, no problem. That's like skipping Bruce. Yeah, that's like skipping Brucey when he eats the cake. I can't. Or skipping Cheer Up Charlie. Yeah, exactly. It's like boring or gross. All right, so Miss Piggy and the Pigs perform the Greek number, Never on Sunday, while dancing and smashing plates. Animal mishears the musical style and brings a bazooka on stage, destroying a portion of the set. These fucking pig numbers are amazing. They're great. I love... And Peggy Sue was in this one, I think, but it- she wasn't the star, but you see her. Yes, she and was I- just a I- part of it. And of course, I saw her and I was like, tell me she's Annie singing. Annie Sue, Megan. Whatever. Annie, get your guns. I, I really do like these these numbers with the pigs I a lot. I love them. It's kind of interesting how this has become like the new, like we're starting an episode, started with a pig number. I think they like, should always start it with a pig yeah. number. I think the pigs do a great job. This stretch especially uh, has. They so. broke a lot of plates, so I was like, all right, are they going to stop? I also like the way that they're kind of diversifying it too. Like they're doing a Greek number with the pigs. A couple episodes that, you know, like they're really, they mix it up with them. Yeah. They'll, and then in the next episode. In the next that. one, yeah. <laughs> okay. Alfredo and Hildegard. Hildegard the mop dancers head on stage to clean up the mess from the opening act. Fletcher Bird arrives, asking directions to Liberace's dressing room. What's that all about? Uh, we see Liberace is planning his whole concert, uh, his whole concert around our feathered friends. He's auditioning birds in his dressing room. Auditioning birds? But he hasn't seen my chicken act. Nelly, come on, get your tap shoes, your seltzer bottles, your bunny ears. Liberace sees this bird act. Good grief. Uh, hey, Scooter, tell Swedish Chef his percolator act is on next. Check. So do you... Um, I'm like sitting on... What I was thinking about this is that this is such a good cover because classically this, in the 50s, it's like a bird is like a hot woman, right? Like, uh-huh. oh, look at that bird. But yeah. in the gay community, birds are... Cox. I was going to say, yeah, do you have anything to add that yeah. he's auditioning birds yeah, for his number? Yeah, sign to see what bird he likes the best, <laughs> and he was really into the birds, so we'll get to that Wanted later. Wanted nothing to do with Gonzo's female bird, right? No. Like, no. no. No chickens. He doesn't need a chicken. No. If you have a rooster, sure. <laughs> Thank you for saying rooster. And not cock. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Beep. So Scooter has- And thank you for beeping out my ex-girlfriend's <laughs> name. I was like, thank God. I have so much fun editing this show. I really do. Just like, what am I going to add? Dumb thing. So Scooter heads down to the canteen to alert the Swedish chef that he's on. He hastily plops Floyd's fried egg in Gladys's hand, and she, in turn, plops it on the table. I'm so glad for, Gladys. For a handful of coffee as well. Is around. Oh, yeah. Floyd asking for the handful of coffee is great. Uh, He's like, hey, man, can I get a handful of coffee, too? I truly do love Gladys's, like, continuing to continuing to exist. That's all I'll call it. She is fucking ridiculous, and I love her. I had never heard of, seen of anything of this character until this season. And I'm like, I love it. And, and you know what? Like, I follow all these, like, Muppet ma- makers and things like uh-huh. that, too. No one, no one's made, like, Gladys is going to be a deep cut Muppet for us to get. Yes. If we ever are at, like, a flea market and we see a Gladys, <laughs> can you imagine? She is definitely a deep, deep cut. She's a deep cut, but she's mm-hmm. terrific. I, I, I really do. I love her. She is, like, John Roberts' mom character uh-huh. for, what's his name, who does the voice? Richard Hunt. Richard Hunt. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, they are a very similar persona for them to each take on. This like. Yeah, it's like I bet you it's like his mom or his probably some. Yes, there is a female. There is a female like matriarchal character in his family 
that this character is yeah. is from. For it's sure. his come and look at the tree. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did see that there was a Bob's Burger movie coming out because I went and I saw... WandaVision Wa- or whatever. Doctor Strange 2. It's WandaVision It's WandaVision 2. <laughs> First of all, I loved that fucking movie. So did I. And I saw a preview for Bob's Burger movie, and I said, "Good for them." I, I probably won't see this movie, but good for them. I I, I think I'll see. I don't watch the cartoon that much. I don't either, but, but I, I think I'll I would see, that movie. see the movie. Yeah. yeah, I'll see any movie. I enjoy going to the movies so much. I didn't think that I. I don't think that I do until I'm doing it. I really enjoy going you know? to movies. So the Swedish chef prepares coffee with his percolator. It's time when for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. He still hears it going. He removes his hat and discovers he's been inflicted with a case of ingrown coffee pot. This was As like Doctor Strange. From veterinarian's hospital enter and crack jokes. This I loved. I love this the, too. Like, First of all, of the merging. Bits. This was fucking epic that they mixed veterinarian's hospital with what was going on with the Swedish chef. It's great. But now that I'm, like, thinking about it and I know what happens with the rest of this episode, I'm like, they're trying to have their whole fucking episode in a shorter period. In 15 period. minutes. Yeah, they did. In 11 minutes. They did whatever. it. Yeah. They did it. The merging of these two bits, though, was really, Because really I got to tell brilliant. you, the next half of our podcast for this episode, it's not going to be very long. It's really not. Because I, I have, like, <laughs> a, I don't know, maybe a paragraph of sentences to say uh-huh. about it. Gonzo attempts to get by the guard Kermit has positioned outside Liberace's dressing room. He gets by, claiming to be a turkey. I'm telling you, he's gotta see my chickens. Liberace ain't using no chickens in his concert. Oh, then maybe he'll see me. He's only seeing birds. I'm a bird? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a turkey. You're not a real turkey. Are you kidding? Have you seen my acts? <laughs> Hey, Lee, I got this real turkey to see you. All right, so Muppets Newsflash. The newsman states remodeling will soon begin on the Muppet Newsroom. As soon as he finishes his sentence, a wrecking ball comes. I came in like a wrecking ball. I love it. I loved it. I thought it was funny. I laugh. I get a giggle. So then we go back to Liberace. How does your series say Liberace? Does does it say Liberace? Oh, I don't know. Liberace. How did you get Siri to say Liberace? I don't remember. I think I said like, hey Siri, what year did Liberace die or something like that. Oh, do that now. Can you do that on the phone? Hey Siri, what year did Liberace die? Okay, I found this on the web for what you did Liberace die. Hey Siri, what you did LeBron Check it out. She said nothing helpful, but she did say Liberace. 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 So Liberace reports that he's down to the ten finalists of his bird auditions. From this point forward, Megan, we're just met with this concert. Okay. Let's just talk about it. You want to just talk about it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, so he's he's keep he's pianoing, and then he has Ralph step in, and he actually gets out of his seat and he does a little dance. But there's like a bird ballet.
Yes, with those freaky creep birds no. from a couple episodes ago, no. where they're like men and women in suits and dresses. I hated this. And then they have bird heads on. I hated this, I, and I actually fast forwarded through some of it. I have to admit, it made me so bummed that like we've been building up that like literally the whole rest of the episode was him playing the piano and birds dancing. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Liberace. Oh, hello, Sam. How's everything? So far, everything has been very cultural. And that worries me, sir. Well, I thought you liked culture. Mm. I played the nocturne especially for you. I dedicated it to the birds. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. But I know this show, and I have seen your work too, sir. Because you have now played Chopin, it follows as night follows day that soon you will be wearing a rhinestone tuxedo and playing shameless boogie-woogie. I've promise you, Sam, I won't be doing that soon. No. I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> he suddenly changes into a rhinestone tuxedo and leads a grand finale mm-hmm. of five foot two eyes of blue with all the birds and Ralph on the piano while he dances. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I thought most of the time, I guess this is a product of its time. I'm sure it was very exciting to have Liberace as your guest, but giving him so much reign to do his thing instead of, like, having him be a part of the show. You know, that bothered me. He's not a part of the show. No. He's doing his own show. He's running his own ring at the end of this episode. This is why I I give Liberace, like, a pass, like, this episode. I'm like, no, he wasn't wasn't a great guest. No. He didn't participate. He didn't participate. Like, whereas Gilda Radner is gold standard for how to be with a Muppet, Mm -hmm. he was terrible. He's, like, the antithesis of that. Down to the point of, like, when he opens his number, the Muppets that are being used on his stage performance are seagulls. Yeah, no. It's like everything is being tailored to fit his aesthetic more so. And then it eventually devolves a little bit into more of the chaotic fun of the Muppet show. But only slightly. But it was boring. Not enough. And it was very boring. It was boring. I don't... I don't know. I don't appreciate what he's done here. I don't think that that was... I don't think this was a win for Liberace. No. No. I don't either. I don't know... I I I I I really have it stuck in my craw that like he didn't play piano alongside Ralph at any of point. Of course not. Ralph I think it's ridiculous. Is the show's pianist. I don't understand why this wasn't a highlight. Dueling pianos. It's it is the most obvious thing to do, and it makes me so curious to know why he is just given so much space to just. When did be the himself. song "The Devil Came Down to Georgia" come out? That's not what it's called, right? But you know what I mean by that, right? I know. I'm just, like, trying to figure out where this is going. Oh, the fiddle contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wonder if that would have been really cool. To do something. Like that, but with pianos. With pianos. The Devil Went Down to Georgia's from 79. Oh. So it's not out yet. Yeah, it's not out yet. That's wild. What a weird... What a weird thing for you to ask and have it truly not be out yet. It's not out yet. That's okay. crazy. Right, they get a pass. So they didn't even have the concept of this yet, maybe. Maybe <laughs> no. Charlie Daniels invented it. I doubt it. <laughs> he took that's like an old folklore. Oh yeah. Yeah. That the fiddle contest and everything. Yeah. But and then I was thinking like, oh, well, like I said Donald and Daffy like did it perfectly in Who Frame Roger Rabbit, but that movie doesn't come out for another ten years either. You know, like <sighs> 
So we had the chance to be on the forefront of something like this. No, and this is trash. We didn't take it. Okay, so this is I not have- great. And the costuming, okay, your rhinestone, whatever is fine. I feel like that's another like par for the course of Liberace. Like <laughs> he was always in rhinestones and like yeah, this like crazy capes cowboy. and everything. Wasn't that exciting? And honestly, like I don't know what to say about it. It wasn't great. <sighs> no, it truly wasn't. But I do have some notes. So I've gotten a memo tweeted at us. The other day, <clears throat> pardon. Somebody messaged us? Someone messaged us. Okay, you ready? On Twitter, it was mentioned that I've been saying Steve Whitmire's name wrong <gasps> this whole time. I have had it in my head that his name is Steve Whitmore. Because I swear to you that in that book by Brian J. Jones, he said they call him Steve Whitmore over uh... and over and over again. So get this. I look it up and I'm like, I feel like I've been Berenstained. <laughs> it's like a full Mandela effect. I've been Berenstained. There's no record of him being called Steve Whitmore. So then I'm like, okay, it's Whitmire. Fine. Right? Then I'm like, let me go listen to this audiobook again. Let me find a part where he's where he says his name. And I'm looking through my Audible account. I don't have the book anymore. I didn't. I would never return that. Like a good listen, guarantee no, it. If it's on Audible, you have that book. Yeah, I guess I. You keep forever on Audible. I'm like, what the fuck? So I can't even find the audio file to hear if I'm right, or if I'm just digging myself this hole. Oh boy. Of wrong information. So I am sorry to you, Steve Whitmire. It was a Mandela effect. It's not your fault. I got Mandela'd into a fucking hole. You got Bernstein or whatever you say. Berenstein. 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 <laughs> All right, Megan. I, 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 I'm gonna say skip this episode or yeah. watch the first half, and then we don't shut do it this. Off. We don't do this, but Megan. Okay, let's start ending episodes with a thumbs up or a thumbs down. This is a half this, thumbs half. down. Yeah, but the beginning of the episode was really good. But as a whole, bad guest. Thumbs down. Not a great guest. Sorry, Librace. No, sorry, Librace. Not a good guest. Next week, we're watching the Marissa Berenson episode. I don't know who she is still, even though I watched the episode. You want to tell you me like what... the plot synopsis of the episode? Yeah, but tell me why she's famous. Let's click her name. Or I guess you could tell me in the next episode. Uh, she's a former fashion model and actress. Oh, she definitely looks like she a model. She appeared in many issues of Vogue during the yeah. 70s, as well as she was on the cover of Time. She definitely looks she like a model. She played the heroine in the 1975 film Barry Lydon. Cool. This is the synopsis of episode 310, Marissa Berenson. Kermit is pestered by Lou Zealand, who wants to audition his boomerang fish act. I throw fish in the air. They sail away. And then they come back to me. <laughs> Meanwhile, Miss Piggy plans the closing sketch, a wedding sketch, starring her oh my as God. the bride and Kermit as the groom. Secretly, she books a real minister, and Scooter fools Kermit into signing the marriage license. This episode sounds like an absolute delight. Airing originally in the U.S. on December 21st, 1978, and in the U.K. on December 15th, 1978. Not too far apart, like some of the other episodes. Yeah. These ones aired very closely together between continents. Mm-hmm. Um, Magnum. I... I have a feeling the next episode feeling. is really so, good. Let's say, I have a feeling that if you only listen to the podcast... And let us talk you through an episode. That's fine. But 
if you only listen to the podcast and you want to watch an episode, watch this next episode I know. before we do this podcast. Marissa Berenson as a guest was fucking phenomenal. So I cannot get enough of this episode. Me this neither. Is- it's one of the best episodes ever made. It's one of the best episodes made. of the series. Uh, ever made. Truly so, is. honestly, you might not know who she is, but the episode is terrific. We'll figure it out next episode. Yep. All right. Um, you can follow us. You can follow us at ITTWTM. Message us. Tweet at us. All those things at us. Correct our missayings. Correct our, correct our flubs. Correct our flubs. Love it. Thanks for the gumball, Mickey. Mickey.